I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Alright, welcome to the sport of it's episode fifty-two. It's I I suppose if we'd done one one per week, this would be our one year anniversary, but we didn't do one per week because that would require no. preparation and we're not big on preparation. No. So that'll happen. Nope. Uh joining me tonight are Clarence. What's up, fuckers? I hope that someday I can go on another podcast and use that exact tagline. Just to make the three people on this podcast laugh if they ever listen to another podcast. Like Brandon going on the going on the Timberwolves one. I, I didn't listen to it yet. What did he start with? Did he start with, uh, hey, everybody? <laughs> I don't remember what he started with. All right. Well, and Stu is here as well. Uh, hey, guys. How's it going? And as you might be able to tell by the fact that we're speaking of Brandon in the third person, he is not here. I think... Dallas is on fire or something. I actually don't know what's going on with him. But going to Vegas or something. Yeah, going. To, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's big into he's the like, March Madness in the Vegas and stuff. Yeah, which is fun. But I think he's also got a golf outing and just all sorts of you know manly man man stuff. So a golf outing. Well, his wife's Heaven. coming to St. Paul for the weekend. So <laughs> how oh. do you know that? Because he's got it on the twitters. Oh yeah, how do you know that, Stu? He, he put it on Twitter. I read his oh. Twitter feed. I, was gonna, I think he's I watching right now. That's why you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't shock me. That would not. Sh- I wouldn't blame him, to be honest with you. I was going to accuse you of illicit activity. Uh, before we get started, I want to not forget this donation that we got just because I forgot it for oh, about four donation. Awesome. We did get a donation from Brian Riley, who hey, wants Brian. us to call Jackson County and anyone associated with Jackson County Central High School a wiener. So I actually looked. <laughs> I actually looked up some facts about Jackson County. Number one, they're Iowa touchers. They are touching yeah, Iowa. They are. Number two, they, are. they have a round lake that is not round. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, it's either it's a round lake or not. I I don't know yeah, what you're yeah. I don't know what you're trying to prove, Jackson County. That's a shitty lake, anyways. Round lake. Yeah. And what, num- what a shit! What a shithole! You ever been to Round Lake? I actually. I have. It's garbage. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Fucking garbage. I've seen. Hoof prints full of piss, nicer than Round Lake. <laughs> and my number three fact about Jackson County is that more people live at Clarenson's house than do in the entirety of Jackson County. That's true. It's a true statement. We're stacked up up here. Their biggest yep. town is like one person. Well, it'd be Jackson, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I didn't actually look Wasn't at the list. Like a... but if you go on Wikipedia and you go to the Jackson the Jackson County Wikipedia page, there's always the section that says towns and cities. I think there's one town and then, like, four townships, and then, I don't know, then they're just listing random people's houses. Do you know whom uh, Jackson County was named after? Uh, Andrew Jackson? Peter Jackson. Mike, Michael Jackson. Wow. Oh, I was, I was in the right family. That is you, were a, right, you were right there. Yep. That is a fact I did not know. My, Michael Jackson. It was founded in huh. 1983, and... Huh. Uh, <laughs> 
Maybe after a, after uh, Michael they, Jackson. They probably regret that now. Yeah, it was after a long territorial fight between Minnesota and Iowa about where they both argued about who had to take it. It was like the kid with the two-inch thick glasses in elementary school <laughs> baseball. Where you're like, no, you got to take him. No, you got to take him. Fine, we'll take him, but you got to take the kid that eats boogers and tries to wipe him on you after he's done chewing on him for a while. So anyway, that's Jackson County for you. I that's that's all we're really doing right here. It's just making fun of Jackson County. That's pretty much the whole podcast. Uh, I suppose the thing that I want to start with a little bit is a little bit of Twins talk, just because. I wanted to note that Glenn Perkins, who, according to the story in the paper at least, came up with his own contract extension, contacted the GM, and and got them to agree to it because it was below market value, just so he could stay here and play, that might have been the most one-of-us activity ever. (laughs) It's almost definitely. I I can remember people being pleased with Kirby Puckett and with Kent Herbeck for taking below market value to stay in Minnesota and how much they wanted to be in Minnesota. But in those cases, other the team had to offer them a contract, and they had to consider it. That was also true of Joe Maurer. Pretty much anybody who's earned the moniker one of us all had to at least have the team come to them first. But the most Minnesotan possible activity is to go to the GM and say, no, I don't need anything fancy. I don't need anything <laughs> special. You just go ahead and pay me whatever you think you can pay me, and I'll just stay here as long as you want me. <laughs> he is as Minnesotan as they come. He married a girl from Minnesota. Yes. Yep. He lives on a lake in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drives an old pickup. Went to the University of yep. Minnesota. He's got kind of a just a scruffy beard. Yep, went to the U. Yep. Went to the U. He's never eaten the last slice of pizza or the last brownie in a pan. Absolutely not. (laughs) He'll even it off a little bit. It's not all gone, though. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, He calls it a hot dish, not casserole. He absolutely calls it a hot dish and not casserole. Um, That's important. He goes fishing with his father-in-law. That's a very Minnesotan like everyone who lives close to the river, he's obsessed with New Glarus beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he considers it the only thing good about Wisconsin, so that's something. Yep, exactly. I think he's actually said that. Um, actually, no, he likes Milwaukee. I think he always enjoys going to Milwaukee. He's friends with Stu. That's true of everyone else in Minnesota. Uh, pretty much well, everybody. You know, pretty much everybody. So. Pretty much. <laughs> well, no, okay. he's very. He's one of us. He's definitely yeah, one is, of us. He's towards the top of the one of us rankings, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's definitely top five. I can't. Ken Herbeck probably is the pinnacle of the one of us <laughs> rankings for all time. He plays that trail. He that did play that is, trail. Yeah, sure. <laughs> waltzing yeah. down right now, beer exactly. and fishing and playing baseball and only playing for one team his whole yeah. career. The only thing he yeah. could have done that would have been more one of us is if he had snuck away on off days to play for a town team. <laughs> And there would have been a whole uproar because he didn't live within 10 miles of the ballpark or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, he he was trying to complain, claim that he still lives at his parents' house when oh, everybody sure knows that he doesn't live at his parents' from, house. Chicken shits from Cold Spring told on him or something. That's <laughs> that what is they absolute, that's Cold Spring bullshit right there. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that blow the whistle. <laughs> There's always one. There's always one in every pack, and it's Cold Spring Town Team Baseball. So, so far we've insulted Jackson County and Cold Spring Baseball. So we're doing pretty well in terms of Mm -hmm. insults that people from Minnesota might get and no one from outside the state will have any idea what we're talking about. Well, that's true. I'm proud of us. Well, I guess that's true of every podcast. The other Twins thing I wanted to bring up a little bit was that the Twins sent down or optioned or whatever the term this time of year is, they they basically kicked Aaron Masterani out of out of major league camp and that leaves basically two guys who can both play the outfield and run on the entire roster by which i mean alex presley and aaron hicks so presley presley is whatever nobody is too high on presley don't isn't it time to bring just bring aaron hicks back to the majors and let him try again isn't doesn't that seem like the way to go here no no why why not? What, did, what else are you going to do? Did he, what did he do at AAA last year that said, oh, he's got he's got this thing figured out? Nothing. He's but all neither did any player on the Twins roster. 
What did Trevor Plouffe ever do? What did Trevor? What did Pedro Florimone ever do? Trevor Florimone. Well, they're also right there. what four years older than, True. than Aaron Hicks is. But I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is: where is Hicks going to learn more, Triple A or in the majors? Uh, oh, oh, boy, I, I don't know. Wow. I really, it got real quiet there for a second, guys. Yeah, that's that's a stumper. Oh, that's why. Oh, well, <laughs> we lost Clarence. We lost Clarence. <laughs> so, Stu, you're, it's up to you to answer this question. Oh, uh, boy, I just... Um, God, I just... I just... I don't know. He, he, like, he, has nothing, he did nothing in AAA. True, but... And, I mean... Nobody really, nobody really had any problems with Hicks's defense, as I recall. I seem to no, remember a few times fine. when you know somebody who said, "Oh, he took a little, he was a little nonchalant on that, or he shouldn't have done that," but that's stuff that probably he's just fine learning in the majors. But I mean, where's he going to learn to hit better, Triple A or the majors? If Tom Brunanski, who up until last year was the Triple A hitting, hitting coach, is any good, wouldn't you want? Hicks in the majors working with Tom Brodansky every day? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I was hurt so bad last year when, I just, you know, <laughs> our hopes were built up so much. And I tried I don't to, know if I, wanna, I, I did I try to, to warn you guys. There again. I just want to point out, well, I did try to warn you all. You can't, well, you can't blame us for wanting something good to happen. Yeah. Even though we knew, in our hearts, we knew we were setting ourselves up for another disappointment. But now I feel like but, the roles are kind of reversed right now. I'm yeah. sort of I'm sort of the one that just wants something good to happen and just wants to feel again. And you're the one who's yeah. saying, you know, I don't I don't think I can get my hopes up again. I'm not sure that yeah. I can deal with being hurt. Um, I can tell you I don't I, I can say that I don't care who they do put out there. Just well, put whoever they think's gonna do the best and then I just don't understand the know. point of Alex Presley. I I realize <laughs> that well I realize that you can't always that you have to worry about the development for Hicks more well, than you have to worry about winning games or selling tickets or anything like that because that's the way you go in the future. But well, you guys, yeah, I, I I understand that, but you have to understand we're dealing with a franchise. I thought bringing in Jason Kubel and Jason Barlow was really going to get that offense clicking in spring training, <laughs> and, and then and they put out a statement today saying they were disappointed in the fact that it hadn't happened, even though both those guys are like three years past their sell by date. Yeah, and the other thing I think we should point out is they played what twenty spring games. Yes, yes, they How have. How many at does Jason Kubel have so far this spring? spring? 22? 29? 20, 37? They both, I think, at around 30. Him and Bartlett both. And so, they combined for like five hits, I think. So basically, like, if you played a full week of games... That's how many at-bats they've had. And the Twins are so disappointed that Jason Bartlett and Jason Kubel, both of whom reached their primes about 1946, are not getting it done in spring training. That just that's absurd. It makes no sense whatsoever. Why am I telling you oh. this? You know that it's absurd. I know that it's absurd. Everyone to listening to this podcast week. knows that it's absurd. Yeah, it's I That's the thing, is they, they I mean, I they you can't they their offense was terrible last year and they did nothing to improve it in the off season. Nothing. They didn't. There's yeah. There was no improvements made. So, I mean, they spend money on pitching, but, you know, they didn't spend the dime on the offense. And, and well, the thing I, want, I, the thing I do want to keep mentioning is that some people will say, well, they spent their money on pitching and they increased their payroll or whatever, but they get, they're getting an extra $25 million from the TV deal this year. So, effectively, mm-hmm. they are saving more money than they did last year. So remember yeah, that when Pedro yeah. Florimone hits 170 for this entire season and the Twins throw up their hands and say, what else could we have done? Anything. That's what you could have done. Anything. Literally yeah. anything, anything. Other than, <laughs> other than roll I mean, Pedro Florimone out there. Yeah, and I mean, we don't know if anybody, I mean, if they would have brought, anybody would have taken the money to come here. But as far as we know, we don't know that anybody, usually we find out all well, the Twins are in on this and this for a certain player, but he went elsewhere. 
Well, as often as not, what we find out is the twins the twin say, well, we made him what we thought was a really good offer, and then later we find out mm-hmm. that while everyone else was offering him six years, the twins were offering him mm-hmm. one year at a reduced price. <laughs> Two year of a club option for the third. And, it's like... <laughs> you know, a lot of... Uh, Escalator clauses and shit like that. So the, I, I, the twins' attitude towards I, free agency is a little bit like one of those reverse auctions that you used to see around sometimes, where the lowest unique yeah. bid wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know, if we bid five cents, I bet no one else bids five cents. We should probably bid five cents. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm really. I mean, obviously, spring training doesn't mean anything. Don't over, you know, react to the good or bad things. I mean, well, there are no good things, are they? Well, the uh, the, uh, the Duno and Gibson have both pitched really well, from what I and we're not overreacting, right? Yeah, we're not overreacting. We're not like saying, "Oh, okay, well, pay." We got you know, we got Glavin, we got Avery, we got Maddox, we got Smoltz. We're we're ready to go. We're rolling here. But all right, I um, need you know, I need but I don't want to overreact to the yeah. I need an okay, actual. That... I need an actual fact from you right now, Stu, because it's gonna. From me, okay. It's I'm, gonna. It's I'm gonna listening. feed into our discussion here. There are several okay. Twins pitchers that are out of options and therefore have to yeah. be passed through waivers to be sent to the minors. Do you remember who they are? Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Did you lose one of them? Warley is yep. one of them. Diamond is he the yeah. other one? Yes, yes, that's the three. So Those Gibson. Three. Gibson still has options, correct? Right. Yes. Correct. So. Do you start him in AAA or do you start him in the majors? Um, if they're both, him and Deduno are both pitching very well, I would keep Deduno as the fifth and either have Gibson either send him down to AAA so he starts every fifth day or keep him in like the Swarzak spot start role or something. Because people keep topic, talking up Swarzak oh. as a potential. Because guy honestly, I figure, I can't, I mean, do you honestly think of. The, let's see, above, okay, Nolasco, Hughes, Pelfrey, Correa. One of those four will probably be hurt or completely ineffective by Memorial Day. Well, all of them are completely ineffective right now. Let's well, be but I mean, to the, to the point where the club has to do something. Who is the best out of so, those four, do you think? Who is the the least likely to stink? Nolasco? Nolasco? Boy, Nolasco, yes. maybe... Uh, Nolasco or Hughes? I mean, because I mean Hughes. I mean the whole fly ball pitcher target field thing. Yeah, and with so, the horrible yeah. outfield, fly ball pitcher yeah, target yeah. field, the horrible yeah. outfield. Hughes yeah. has, okay. could be a disaster. I'm switching, I'm switching to Nolasco. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten. That. I am going to preemptively feel bad for Phil Hughes starting right now because he's going to have a lot of times where somebody hits a lazy fly ball to right center and he sort of turns and walks <laughs> off the mound because they're two outs and he sort of looks back and. Oswaldo Arcia is running exactly the wrong direction somehow. <laughs> Oswaldo Arcia is getting nachos yeah. up and up. <laughs> what he's the just, fuck? Wait, what? What are you over doing? Talking to the he crowd. can't be getting nachos right now, Ozzy. Get fucked back down here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not, obviously, Willingham has his own deficiencies, but can you imagine if we still had Del- Delman Young? Oh, <laughs> oh that outfield, good Lord. That outfield would be world historic. <laughs> oh, and it's such a big outfield. <laughs> Exactly. I feel bad for Hicks. Hicks would be exhausted. What I would do that I want to go and uh, see if we could get just reacquire Carlos Gomez just to make it just an all crazy outfield. Well, I mean, I could I, see I, petition ceiling to see if we can. But he was in, he's nuts. So well, always a nice thing. Petition ceiling to see if we can play four outfielders like slow pitch softball. It actually wouldn't help that much if three of them are Willingham, Delman Young, and Oswald Garcia. No, yeah, that no, might be a major league either. average defensive outfield. Those they three might approve and a rover. If we start those three, they approve the rover option. I think. Yeah. But, but, well, but the guy, whoever you put in as rover, has to have had two reconstructive knee surgeries. <laughs> you can't. You got to. You got to make him earn it at least. And has to be in Sierra. Yeah, is he still alive? <laughs> Yeah, he lives with Rondell White in a trailer outside of Kansas City. <laughs> Craig Monroe lives next door. <laughs> exactly. Oh. oh, we had some good stuff right there. Well, so the uh, probably in order the those four starting pitchers you talked about from best to worst has to be Nolasco, uh, Hughes, Pelfrey, Correa. I'm sure people are going to say back. They're going to say you're crazy, Clarence. Uh, Korea is not the fourth worst, but I think he is. I think he's shit. Uh, I know he was the best guy last year, but 
uh, I think he's due for a fall. I think that's probably yeah. fair. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And what they do with Diamond and Worley doesn't matter. Put them on waivers. Nobody's going to pick those guys up. What the fuck difference does it make? True. That is very, sort of the point true. about that is sort of the point about these out of options guys. It's been a big topic of conversation. Heck, I just brought it up about five minutes ago to talk about well, which guys are out of options. Well, you don't want to lose them. Number one, they're terrible. Nobody cares if you lose them. Number two, nobody's going to pick them up. Oh, please don't pick up Vance Worley. No, not that. Oh, <laughs> don't call our bluff. <laughs> Losing sleep over that one. The one please. possibility I can see is Diamond, just because he's left-handed and people are always kind of like, eh, left-handed, you know, whatever. He, uh, Diamond, God, he just, I want to like the guy, a Canadian, lefty, quiet, you know. I want to root for the guy, but uh, he has no margin for error. He doesn't throw hard enough. He has to be perfect just locating every pitch. If he is off by half an inch, he gets shelled yeah and, and uh man, for about the last way to make a living for about the last year both he can't throw very hard and his control has also been terrible that's a bad combo you know it says things like well i just got to keep the ball down how did he get to the majors without being able to keep the ball down consistently i mean were there guys at another level that were just getting blown away up in the zone by scott diamond there isn't some sort of Canadian affirmative action program in Major League Baseball, is there? <laughs> there's that, a, that's how no, he... There's a secret rule where Bud Selig agreed to not contract the Twins or move them to the National League, but in exchange, the Twins always have to have two Canadians on their roster. That could be Jesse Crane? Huh. Rene Tassoni, French resistance fighter, <laughs> Rene Tassoni. How the hell did Rene Tassoni get on? Morneau was on the roster point. for all those years. I mean, really, it makes kind of sense. That was, but by the way, that was Bud Selig's entire plan for, and of course, really Dave breaking Saint into Peter, the re- really breaking into the Canadian market. <laughs> being a UND fan, yeah, Dave Saint Peter fan probably was 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 comfortable with it. Yeah, he was he was probably okay with it. Ah, we're fucked. <laughs> I like this better, even better, because I'm imagining Bud Selig having this having this be his Canadian marketing plan, even though there were there's teams in Canada. <laughs> we really got to bring in that Canadian, but we have a team in Toronto. They won the World Series two years ago. Really? I don't remember that. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that was New York. No, bud. Anyway, um, do we have do we have much to say about Vikings free agency right now? Moving on from the Twins because it's just a little bit depressing topic because they're going to be the worst well, I, offense and pitching I, in the league. I put Vikings for agency on the itinerary because I think. Did you tell the audience of our 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 guest fell out at the last? Oh, that's minute? true. We actually we did a minor amount of work via Twitter to get Star yeah. Tribune copy editor Ken Cha, one noted Badger fan Ken Cha, to be our guest this week, and he agreed to it, and we were ready to go, and we had a lot of we had a lot of excellent questions written down, such as why is Mike Eves a wiener, and at the last minute today <laughs> his schedule changed and he couldn't come on tonight, so we were. Left in the lurch, we were gonna we were gonna establish once and for all which words can and cannot be printed in the newspaper. It was gonna be great. We were gonna have a good argument about the Oxford comma. I was really looking forward to that part, but unfortunately, Ken had to back out. So all of a sudden, we're left rudderless, really, without Ken here. Yeah. So yeah, I just threw Vikings free agency as a thing to talk about, but I really. After I put it down on the agenda, like five minutes, I was like, I don't want to fucking talk about that. Who cares? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to talk about. I uh, know. I got <laughs> so who is the big fun of Wisconsin? I don't. Jesus, I, I, I got. We, uh, yeah, it's been too. fine. They had. They, yeah. You know what they needed was a nose tackle or a defensive tackle. They, you know what they mm-hmm. did? They went and got one. Yeah. Uh, Wait, did you just say something good about Spielman? I, well, what I said was they needed a defensive tackle, and they went and signed one. I don't know the guy. I had never heard of him. True, but this how many nose tackles have you heard of? Linval Joseph. You could make that name up. I have no idea. This True. could be an elaborate prank being played on me just to see if I, like, you know, pretend like I know who the guy is. I don't know who the guy is. Uh, what's the next guy? Captain Tennille? No, what did you Captain... Captain... Captain Mono. Master Commander. Master's <laughs> his fashion. Uh, he's the guy from the strip. They, they just brought him in. 
because he can play. Um, I, yeah, I, he's good, apparently. He's a little tiny guy that plays nickel corner. They needed a corner. Is he the starting corner? I, he's, I like think he's, 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 a nickel. Yeah, he's either the starter or the nickel, which they needed. They, they, needed. Both, I, they don't have a middle linebacker. They don't have any defensive line depth. They don't have a strong – they don't have a safety to play next to Harry Smith. They need another running back. They need a quarterback. We're not even talking about the quarterback yet. Uh, so – that's a lot of things they need in the draft. The free agent rush is kind of over. Uh, yeah. I, I, so, yeah. I think I we kind of covered it. I, yeah, I don't know. That's it, uh, that's it I think. I um, pray to Jesus. Norv does all the work on the quarterbacks, and Spielman is, you know, they just call him out of the meeting room at that time when they're talking about it. You know, there was that's, a that's there it. was somebody who was suggesting that Teddy Bridgewater had a terrible workout and could drop all the Go way ahead. to number eight. Good. Yeah, now, I'm a fan of that. I don't, I don't know that paying any attention whatsoever to reports on whether teams did or did not like a player this time of year is a good idea because, no. frankly, all of it is lies. Not even yeah. the true things are true. Right. The true things are just, you know, good-natured lies. The rest of it is just lies designed to try to make people think something else. Which, frankly, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't quite understand entirely. It's not like it's not like there's some crazy poker game where the number four team in the draft is going to select somebody just to ruin the day of the number six team in the draft. Everybody's going to take what they need and forget about everyone else, depending on who's left. So I don't, I don't quite understand what the value of, say, the Vikings saying, well, we weren't too high on Bridgewater in his workout. Yeah. What's that going to do? Bridgewater's likely not to be there, and if he is, they're going to pick him. Well, Correct. I say that as if they ever do anything that makes any sense, which is they're not, not going to pick them. It'll, you know, you're probably right in that the average NFL GM and coach are, you know, like Mike Tice, and trying to play like oh this cloak and dagger stuff that they play because you're trying to trick a guy like Mike Tice who still falls for his dad, you know, doing the finger. I cut off my finger. Tice still freaking falls for it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Your finger's gone. <laughs> and this is, <laughs> and this is, oh, but we're going to say we want one thing, but not the other. But no, nah, it's, it's Mike Tice. It's, he's not, you're not tricking anybody. Either. Not that hard. Do you guys, it's, do you guys remember the story that Chuck Klosterman wrote where he went to the, Cleveland Browns facility during the draft. It might have even been last year. I can't remember whether it was last year or the year before, where they didn't really give him access to anything, and they kicked him out of the room every time they wanted to do anything. And that's sort of what the story was about. But the really interesting thing that I found was that while they were sitting around in this draft war room, what they were doing was watching the NFL Network. That was their entire draft preparation, was just to sit around and watch the NFL Network and see what everybody else was saying about anybody which now let's be honest part of this is the cleveland browns and how terrible of a franchise they are sorry at fasola mad if you're listening but the browns are terrible but it just you assume and i i remember Klosterman making this point you assume that nfl teams have much more information than the rest of us do but i'm pretty sure you could get at least when it comes to the Browns and at least what Klosterman saw, you could get just as much information as they could by watching ESPN and NFL Network all day. So I I thought that was interesting, at least just from the standpoint of it explains a lot if everybody else is doing what, every, what they think everybody else is going to do. Group think. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the NFL for you. Group thinks NFL. And you, you, you do have to worry about, uh, like, the experts saying, oh, well, Teddy Bridgewater had a really bad pro day, or Player X, you know, he's really fallen. People are worried about him because the experts are wrong all the time. And some of the experts aren't even experts. They're just there because ESPN needs to fill God knows how many hours of programming with football speculation and so you get some dumb dumb like Merrill Hodge saying, you know, Johnny Manziel's got bust written all over him, and you just go into the Google time machine and see where he also said that he thought Brian Brown was going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, there's, I mean, just it's, it's don't believe anything is what I'm saying ever. Hey, that's what I say. 
Yeah. Awesome. See? That's we're on the yeah. same page. <laughs> don't same believe page. anything. Don't believe anything or anybody. Hey, Bridgewater have... could fall to the Bridgewater could fall to the Vikings at eight. They could pick him and he could stink. That could happen. I don't want that to happen. happen. I don't, I don't want think that he will. I think I think I think Bridgewater will be a good quarterback. I, really I think that he'll be there at eight and they won't pick him. And then we need Boy, to decide collectively what we're going to do. Uh, which which building do we burn? I mean, do we... Do we, we gotta, burn down the whole suburb of Bloomington and Eden Prairie? I don't know. Well, you, it's, remember, we, we have cannot, a responsibility. There's no way we can burn Winter Park because Red McCombs was in charge of that building for a long time. And I guarantee you, he refurbished that with the most toxic asbestos he could buy on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ship, the ship is made out of asbestos. Yeah, the whole thing is made <laughs> everyone, out of asbestos. Everyone knows this, yeah. You know, they were getting rid of it out of schools, and Red was like, you know, I bet I can get that for pennies yeah. on the dollar. Pennies! So <laughs> that place is as toxic as you'll ever find. So we can't burn that, because it's just not flammable at this point. You can't. I don't know. Science what do we burn? found a way. We'll find something to burn. I, 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 think, the, I think the rubes... This is one time when you can really trust Vikings fans to come through admirably. I gosh, oh, yeah. I sure hope so. Yeah, I just, I almost want to go to Winter Park for the draft just to see the riot if the Vikings don't pick a quarterback at number eight. If Johnny Football well, if, if or if there's one left, yeah, yeah. I mean, if all if the big three are gone by then, I don't think it'll be that big a deal. No, but, but if it if, if one, one of them's there, of yeah, and no, it I mean, pass, the Rubes know the three names. So they know. They know the three names. So, I mean, even if, you know, if you're like, I mean, I guess I'm rather, I'm, I'm kind of unconvinced on Blake Bortles because his name is yeah. too silly to be a professional football player. So it would yeah. be a really good sound basis to make a decision on somebody's quarterback ability. Absolutely. But, but, you know, I mean, they they know that he's in that conversation. And if he's there, he's one of the three who's at eight and they don't take him, they're going to be pissed. And, so, um, I want everything burned. I mean, I need to set a bar so to know if I'm dis- disappointed in the fans or not. I'm thinking, like, everything south of 50th Avenue and north of Old Shakopee, yep. uh, west of Xerxes, and east of, like, oh, let's just say 494, where the 494 starts yeah, the 494. going there. Yeah, yeah that... That block, that entire that I just laid out needs to burn. At least that's minimum. That's the minimum bar, Rubes. Take yeah. that upon yourself. Everything inside of there, uh, what Best Buy campus, um, several car dealerships, burn. They're all gone. Burn it. Yeah. Did we say west of Xerxes? West of Xerxes. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My fiance lives down there, and I really would prefer not to burn her place. Well, I yeah. no well, her place not, burns too, John. She's, this is no, she's east of Xerxes. Everything's fine. We're all pulling this, okay. the the oars the same direction, John. You know, <laughs> this is a, a team effort here. Um, yeah. That's and, yeah. I, I, I can't hard. say that there's any. Yeah, there's, I can't say there's anything wrong with this. No, this is, that's a minimum. Yeah, I, I, yeah. and everything and, I mean, beyond I mean, that is gravy. Well, yeah, you kind of have to like you know go with like you know w- you know wind patterns, and you know people who are culpable. Well, sure, we got to be safe about burning. Yeah, you know, yeah. hundreds of city blocks. Um, yeah, we do it the right way. We're gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't burn the airport, but if it gets that far, and you know, people haven't learned, well, that's <laughs> yep. then, the airport's got to go. Then, then there you go. I mean. <laughs> Uh, late rail. That's I'm I'm burning I'm burning that by the okay, BTW. Well, I'm going to one. You're of the burning trains. that anyway. <laughs> well, I just might. Even if they pick Bridgewater and trade up to get Johnny <laughs> Football somehow, you're still oh, burning whoops. the late rail. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle! I didn't mean to oops, kick over this barrel of gasoline and light this match. Whoops! Wasn't there a late rail train in St. Paul that derailed or something like that a few weeks ago? Maybe I was the only one who saw the story. Maybe I imagined yeah, I it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I thought Clarence would be all over that one somehow. Are you? Ta- is it, are we transferring to the wild season now, or are you could being actually, literal? We could actually use that to transfer. This to train the wild that derailed season. in St. Paul is this is this a metaphor for the wild? Or are you are you being literal? Well, you went on Twitter last night and fired everybody, which seems to have yeah. worked because they went out and won six to nothing. Well, I, I don't want to take full responsibility for the turnaround, John. But I you know, think I, I think it's to. fair. I think you have to. Yeah, I think I have to. Heads rolled. Uh, Holding people accountable is what I do, and uh, if if it's what know, this podcast calling does. for heads, yeah, yeah, it's about holding heads. the powerful, to, holding the powerful to account. Now let's be clear that they uh, they were playing the Islanders, which, which is you know it's not like they won the game against the varsity, but you got to win these games. And well, to be fair, you, it was like a week and a half ago they lost to Edmonton, so it's a step forward true. in that respect. Yeah, I don't know. It's still New York. I want to see it. Uh, I want to see it against a good team. Yeah. Everyone keeps talking about the schedule they have on the run into. It's something like net eight out of their next eleven are on the road, and then they have three at home. Except all three are against the Blues or something like that. Just some awful schedule. Mm-hmm. So I don't it's think they're good. entirely out of the woods playoff wise. It's. The last couple of weeks, it sort of seemed like a foregone conclusion for a while. That well, the Wilds are in the playoffs; they're not going to win in the first round because they're going to play Anaheim or St. Louis. So, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But certainly, I would still not be happy if they didn't make the playoffs. I don't think I could. I don't think I could look at it and say, "Well, they weren't going to win the first round anyway." So let's build for next year. It would be an incredible disappointment. Well, it'd be a giant disappointment, and. uh you know, the joking that I do about fire everybody would, uh, at least the coach wouldn't make it through. No, absolutely. It wouldn't have anything to do with me. There's no, no way he could survive not making the playoffs with this team. No. And what's been invested, I can't. He couldn't. How? It wouldn't be possible. He'd be gone. I will say that I I was busy writing some Matt Molson jokes just because he had done almost nothing since he go, came over in the trade. But I couldn't couldn't work him out, and I just dropped him yesterday. And then he went out and what? I had two goals and an assist last night, or something. Two like goals, got a shit can him. Yep, got a so, I'm gonna go ahead and say oh, I'm man. glad I didn't get those jokes worked out. Yeah. Well, I'm the one that fired everybody, and then they went and won six to nothing. True. But, was uh, Molson one of those fired? Well, yes. No. Everybody was fired, John. You, yeah. Including you. I was fired. I don't remember being fired. I'm not even going to be in St. Paul until Saturday, and I was fired. Fucking shit canned. Why are you going to be in St. Paul on Saturday, Stu? What? Why are you going to be in St. Paul on Saturday? Oh, children's dance competition all day Saturday at the Roy Wilkins Auditorium. Are you going drinking? Nah. Oh, I mean, I suppose I'll have to go grab something some food or something. Do they, are restaurants open in St. Paul on Saturday? Well, oh, you're, they aren't. You're a regular goddamn comedian up there, aren't you? <laughs> you fucking honk, honk, Seinfeld up there. Funny stuff. You going to go to Cassettes or not? Um, I, uh, actually, uh, probably uh, think uh, where we, it was closer to the like, Great Waters, I think. That's where we went last time when we were down there. It was pretty good. It was okay. <sighs> I don't mind Great Waters. Great Waters doesn't really blow my hair back. <sighs> But Cassettes is good. I'm not, you know, disagreeing with that. But it's just that's where everyone goes that direction from Roy Wilkins. Because it's out like that front door. Because you can't, right front you can't door. take a left turn. Uh, yeah, you can't yeah, take like a left Burger. turn. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like Burger Mall's, so that's a good thing. That's, yeah, that's better, yeah. McGovern's oh, has yeah. a good pot roast. McGovern's very good pot roast, yeah. But oh. 
But it's just like you get there, it's like an hour wait. You got to get you got like a two hour window, and it's like an hour wait for a table. It's like, like oh, we, but I know be, a guy. I'll be there all day. You, you, you I know, know a guy. guy. We'll get you a table in the back. Yeah, okay. but yeah, okay. yeah. You, we'll talk about it. I was gonna say you better watch out for the Big Ten hockey tournament, but nobody's gonna go to the Big Ten, <laughs> Big Ten no. hockey yeah, tournament. It, was, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I wasn't too concerned about that. If it was the Final yeah. Five, now that would be something to worry about. But yeah. there's gonna be. Yeah. 6,000 Gopher fans and 12 other fans at the Big Ten Hockey Tournament, and that's going to be it. So what does anybody care? Yeah. Nobody cares. I was I was pretty excited. I was kind of excited to see if the NCHE tournament, the Target Center, actually managed to outdraw the Big Ten tournament, and then none of the teams <laughs> in the area <laughs> made it to the NCHE tournament. So now they're down to... The 2,000 drunkest North Dakota fans, and yeah. that's it. I was going to say, North Dakota almost didn't make it. That, they, they got pushed to the yeah. whatever. They don't, I know they don't have limits there because they don't have laws there, but <laughs> I don't like these limits in North Dakota or anything. But There was uh, a couple of years ago, There was the West Regional was held at Mariucci Arena, except the Gophers did not make the NCAA tournament that year. And one of the people I worked with at the time told me they were there at the start of the first game of the West Regional, which was, I think, Denver versus Miami of Ohio. And they counted the people in the stands and came up with 57. There were 50, you could have, there were you could 57 have shot a cannon people. off in that place. And <laughs> not a person would have even known, much less gotten injured. Yeah, it was a ghost town. I once I once went to a gopher baseball game at the Metrodome where they were playing Hawaii and it, the snowstorm had started in the afternoon, so there were less than thirty people in the stands, which was funny. But it got even funnier when a fan in, sitting behind the Hawaii dugout who wasn't watching the game got hit in the face with a foul ball. Which <laughs> that's bad luck. It was. <laughs> if they had, if the whole, if both teams had stood at home plate and thrown thrown baseballs into the stands, none of them would have actually hit this lady. <laughs> and instead, she just got hit with a screaming liner into the third base stands. Anyway, she died that day, and I laughed. No, that's not true. No, oh, that's funny. Anyway, so <laughs> to back up and talk about the wild a little bit more, I, I. The one other thing that would really disappoint me is if they do make the playoffs but don't play a team in the Central Division. And I know that that's the way the playoffs go, and if they play Anaheim, they play Anaheim, and that's just the way it is. But if you're going to go to divisional playoffs, you have to kind of stick with divisional playoffs, right? I The wild card hasn't even happened, and I already hate it. Oh, I don't give a shit. Really? Well, what do you care? Well, isn't that the point of having intra-divisional playoffs is that – you build those rivalries within the division because that's when you get rivalries is during the playoffs. I don't know. Do you are the uh, so the baseball playoffs are less important to you because the Twins might play Oakland in the first round as opposed to Detroit? Uh, no, that uh, doesn't have anything to do with it for me. And when it comes to baseball. Well, then what do you care about hockey? Why does it have to be the same in hockey? I thought that was most of the point of putting the teams in divisions was well, if that to was get the those point, that geographical rivalries. Point. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, but then that was a bad point. I don't care about it as much. Oh. Well, I guess it's just me then. I think it might be. I don't know. How does Stu feel about it? Stu couldn't care Stu, less. <laughs> I know. He Stu, <laughs> Stu couldn't name three other teams in the Central Division. Up. Uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, Ugh. Ferris State, and Guelph. Why do I even do this podcast? Honestly, <laughs> why am I even here? So you're saying you're going to enjoy the NHL playoffs less if the Wild play Anaheim than if they play St. Louis? Yes, that's true. I don't know why. I, I'm not sure that, that makes sense. I'm, I agree with you It doesn't make sense. I am so playoff-starved. I could give a shit who they play. A professional sports team in Minnesota is in the playoffs. I'm I'm happy. I'm not going to be are complaining they, about their Are they sixth or are they sixth or seventh right now in the West seventh. or East? Seventh, I think. Uh, yeah, they're seven. They're pretty well locked into seven right now. Yeah, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna climb into the central race. I think Colorado even was above Chicago in the standings now. Yeah. So and they're not catching. They're not even close to catching either one of those. So they will be a wild no. card team. The race is between them making it at all, getting yeah. eighth and, and not making it at all. Yeah. yeah. So not not top scotch up. 
I do. I also want to discuss to get back to the college hockey thing a little bit. Last, I think it was last Saturday. I started talking. I put out on Twitter that nobody seemed to care about the Gophers winning the Big Ten, which was true. Nobody did care, which is partially oh, I don't care. Which is a partially a function that nobody cares about Big Ten hockey. And thanks a lot, Barry Alvarez. Thanks for ruining that. But no, 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 no. Time out. We okay. need to take a step back and talk about this. I never. I've said this on the podcast. I never cared about him winning the WCHA. I I think that would not be true of a lot of people. Oh oh, a lot of people don't feel that way. Oh no, boy, that that makes me feel bad. I don't give I'm a not, shit what other people. I'm think. not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just trying to. National ex- championships are all that matter <laughs> when you are a program like, well, not just the Gophers, any of the top. 10 programs in college hockey shouldn't give a shit if they win the conference. That should not be your goal. That's not, that's, <laughs> I don't think it was anybody's goal, the, but it's sure nice that when it happens, you yeah, know what I mean? Who cares a shit? That's something I that's do. A, why? Who cares if they won the WCHA? Because if they win nothing. the WCHA, it means North Dakota doesn't win the WCHA. It oh, means Wisconsin doesn't win the WCHA. I don't care so much about me being happy. I just don't want anyone else to be happy. That I agree with. But it's all about the tournament. That's true. I would trade. That, I would trade every conference title the Gophers ever won for one more national championship. I would too. So that's my point. So and I would I trade every tournament championship they won for one more conference championship. So, but anyway, um, but go on. Not I'm, to get caught up in the I conference tournament. I was. I was a little bit surprised to open the paper on Saturday morning and find out that. The Gophers winning the Big Ten wasn't was less of a story than a feature on Gophers women's hockey, and I don't want to take anything away from Gophers women's hockey because obviously they're worthy of coverage and a deserving story because they're such a great team. But I didn't expect a Gopher con- Gopher hockey conference championship to be buried on page C eight, and there was a time it felt like to me there was a time not so long ago where. College hockey was effectively the seventh major sport in Minneapolis-St. Paul, that it was covered like that and that that much emphasis was put on it. But putting a conference championship on page C8 is the kind of thing that happens to soccer teams or the Swarm or the Lynx. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can judge the popularity of a sport by where the Star Tribune puts it. In their sports section. How else would you judge the popularity of the sport then? By fans, by TV audience. Well, the TV audience is nowhere because no one sold. no one knows where the what games are where the games are on. No, that's that's a whole separate. They're culture. on the Big Ten Network at four fifteen in the morning or whatever they're the, on. If you think that the Star Tribune is driven exclusively by popularity on where they put things in the paper. You can't honestly believe that. I'm saying that's certainly one way of trying to gauge how popular something is. No. Is how they're covered. Because I, I, how if, they're covered is one thing. Where where things are in the paper and why some things are covered more so than others is not a good gauge in my metric. mind of how popular they I are. Don't, yeah, not a good metric. I don't think that's true. I think that's absolutely true. Because clearly... The position the in the paper means something. Monday morning are always going to be the front page of the sports section. That's not True. a question. It's not what I'm talking about. But saying because Gopher Hockey is on C7 and Gopher, Gopher Volleyball was on C6, oh, Gopher Volleyball is more popular than Gopher Hockey. Now, that's... That's not. Well, I think well, right now we're getting into an argument about which page of the sports section is more valuable. Well, that's what you brought up as the ex- <laughs> as the example. You're the one that said C8, not me. Once again, we need Ken Cha here, but it wasn't on C1. Is the point I was trying to make? It wasn't. It wasn't a story. It wasn't a story at all. It was on the page facing the scoreboard, where usually they put the prep roundup that nobody reads and except I, the mom. I'm of saying it shouldn't be. It it shouldn't be what. It shouldn't be a big story that they won the Big Ten Conference. Okay. I Putting that argument aside, though, I think it doesn't seem like anybody cared. And I know the point that you're making is that nobody should care. But If they felt, win the national championship and it's on C8, then I will fully agree with you. 
right? That, well, I don't think that's going to happen because... Well, then what the hell are we talking about here? <laughs> so you're saying the reason that nobody cares about Gopher Hockey is because nobody cares about the conference championship? I'm saying I have no idea why that story was on C8. I don't think it's driven entirely by popularity. All right. I have no idea why it's there. Let's put this argument aside, too, and talk about the point that I was trying to make on Twitter and that I ended up arguing with a lot of people about, which was it seems to me, and again, this might be me just projecting my feelings somehow onto everybody else, but it seems to me like gopher hockey has become less important or less popular over the last few years. And not, I'm not just using placement in the paper as this argument, but you can also look at the number of fans who are in the stands because most games are – most games start with 6,500 people in the stands now, and that didn't necessarily used to be true. And you can look at media coverage, and you can look at – it seems like everything is pointing to it being less popular than it used to be. Now, Clarence, do you think that's true or that's not true? I think that it is probably less popular than it was 10 years ago, if only because any team that won back-to-back championships, as they did in early part of last decade, that the, the year's following that will be their most popular years. And if they don't win a championship again for 10 years, that popularity is going to dwindle. That is a simple fact of any sport of any team that wins back-to-back championships. That will be the peak of their popularity. And if they don't win again, that popularity will go down. So yeah, I do agree. But in the very early part of the 2000s, like 2001, I don't remember the Gophers. I, I seem to remember them being pretty popular, and they had won the championship for 22 years at that point. You think that in 2001 they were more popular than they are right now? I do think that. I don't. I don't know. Now, I don't know if you can necessarily make an apples-to-apples comparison because at the time they were still digging out from the end of the Wooger area, era where everything had gone to heck in a handbasket, so to speak. But I don't know that you can make that comparison. I, yeah, I don't know that they were, John, more popular. Maybe. All right. So I was a giant golfer fan then. I am now. I was there. It's not like I wasn't around. Uh, I, don't, I think it's about equal. I can't think that it was more or less. Nothing sticks out in my head to make me think that it was any more or any less popular back then. Well, let me give you an example from a few years back and then this year. It wasn't too long ago. And, again, you're going to say this was because of the national championships. But about 2005 or 2006, Mankato State played a quote-unquote home game against the Gophers at the Excel Center, which we all know was basically a naked money grab just because they could get a bunch of Gopher fans into the stands when they couldn't get them in in Mankato. But as I recall, mm-hmm. that game drew 17,000 people to the Excel Center. And Mankato mm-hmm. State wasn't exactly good. This wasn't exactly a marquee matchup. It just happened to draw Mankato that. Mankato State wasn't bad. No, they time. certainly weren't. <laughs> They're a lot better than they are now. That's true, but they it still wasn't exactly number one versus number two is what I'm saying. And they were still pretty pretty darn good. They had just come off a play. I think they had played in the WCHA playoffs. I mean, there was some rivalry there at that time, kind of the peak of the Gophers-Mankato rivalry. Which was, was right a about very that low peak, let's be honest here. But it was a peak, is my point. And I think Mankato wasn't bad. Was Backus still around in 05? <laughs> yeah, I close. think they probably sold 10,000 tickets to watch David Backus play right wing for Mankato uh, State. My point is that, that was probably Mankato was, was, was pretty darn good back then. It's not like they were <laughs> now. But go on. <laughs> That's ludicrous. Mankato State was not a draw in 2006. You and I both know that's true. They were better than they are now. They are better than they so is. You several, were trying to say that they're horrible. No, I did not they say they were bad. horrible. I said they weren't very. They weren't very popular then, and they're not very popular now. Anyway, I don't know why we're getting bogged down in that because they threw seventeen thousand people or something like that to the Excel Center this year. They had the Minnesota Hockey Classic. I don't can't even remember what it's called. The North Star Hockey Classic, which. 
theoretically hockey was a cup. Something, yeah, yeah something theoretically was going to be somewhat of a release of a replacement for the Final Five, just because it had all the, it had UMD and St. Cloud State, and it was going to draw all these people, and it drew. That, there was nobody in the upper deck for the Gopher St. Cloud State St. Cloud State game. There was no atmosphere whatsoever. It wasn't anything like the Final Five. It wasn't anything like anything. It was just. It seemed like nobody cared whatsoever. There's more people at the Class A hockey playoffs than there were at that game. I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know, John. I mean, I realized they didn't. St. Cloud State didn't have David Back as playing right wing, so. I guess well, you now probably you're projecting. You're saying all of college hockey is less po- is less no. I'm just less popular than it used to be. I'm just confused. Just I'm just saying the reason that that Mankato State game drew so many people, other than David Backus, was that the Gophers were in it and the building was filled filled with Gopher fans. And this year, there were more Gopher fans than there were St. Cloud State fans, but not by a lot. So where did all the Gopher fans go? And I'm saying that. Uh, they were still riding a high after those national championships, as any team would. So that's, I don't, I don't know how, why that's a. So that's not a reasonable argument. I to say that they peaked, their popularity peaked after winning two national titles, as any teams would, and they are no that popularity has dwindled. Well, I somewhat since then because they haven't won it again. I suppose we can revisit this discussion in a few years after the Gophers win a national championship or two again, if they oh. do, if they win a national championship or two again, and we can see who's right and who's wrong. From maybe your lips maybe you're to right. Ears. Yeah, well, it would be nice, but or maybe Stu's Huskies can win. <laughs> all right, let's all just. Uh, Take a step back here. Let's not get too crazy. Are you here. laughing at the Huskies winning or that they're Stu's Huskies? Uh, both. Um, they are Stu's Huskies. I'm I'm laughing that they will win it all. You're, you are high. You are <laughs> fucking high. Is Stu, is St. Cloud State actually going okay. to make the playoffs? I haven't actually looked lately. Um, I think they think they're getting in, but uh, they're not assured of getting in. And they They're are also the, they are out home of the, to Miami of Ohio is not a good thing to, for your. They are out of the conference playoffs, so they have no they way of definitely out of the conference playoffs. So, and I don't know Jeff Parawise. I don't know how Jeff Parawise has them looking right now. I haven't looked at that, but I I think they think they're in, but they're not assured of getting in. They're pretty much in. They're going to be in, and they got a good team. They got they do have a chance. Puncher's so, chance. So. Yep. We'll, we'll see what happens. There isn't quite the build-up as there was last year. I think people knew they had a really, really good team last year, but I, I haven't noticed the same. I don't know. Maybe it's their kids aren't as drunk around my neighborhood anymore, but they're just they don't seem to be as uh, enthused about the team this year. I could be wrong, but so you so you are know. you saying that St. Cloud State hockey seems less popular too, Stu? <laughs> don't you dare drag me into this. <laughs> you can't think of just some nebulous reason that you can't uh, pinpoint or have any proof for, gonna, but just some feeling. Because start... if I'm not mistaken, Dan albums while you guys were talking there. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Saint Cloud State had their most successful season in program history last year. Is that not true? I, I think Pretzel Logic was probably Steely Dan's most consistent record. But if you look at <laughs> all of them. Can't Buy a Thrill's got, like, my favorite songs, but, um, you know. And like, the Gaucho is just, I think, garbage. It's just not, not a good record. I think the cocaine I think we can all agree on that. There. Sure. So, but, yeah. So, yeah, that's my opinion, John. I think that's what is your... I, I hope the Huskies what... get into the playoffs, and I hope they do good. There's, <laughs> I would like another Final Four appearance. That would be cool. But I don't know if that's possible this year. Well, and it also seems like nobody in St. Cloud gives a crap. And, I mean, Dirty Work was a great song, but it wasn't Donald Fagan on lead vocals. He kind of kicked in later. And, um, it must be know, because the Mavericks are down this year. Donald vocals were fantastic. So. What is their um, best song? Um, boy, I think Ricky Don't Lose That Number is just start to finish a masterpiece. It's, but there's, I mean, it's, there's, there's other songs out there, but that, that's, I think, just off the top of my head. I'd have to almost go into the 
day and a half of getting an Excel spreadsheet out like I did with Fleetwood Mac and trying to <laughs> break down the T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Assigning a one through so, ten value for different yeah exactly, characteristics. Exactly. I understand. Exactly. So. But um. Hey, John. Yeah. Um. Can we wrap this up in about ten fifteen minutes? No, I'm Americans. sorry. We have to keep going. Oh, Americans, the Americans are on. The, Americans are on like five after ten. I knew it. Yeah. I. They're taping. I turned it off because I didn't want to see yeah. it. Is. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a DVR. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Oh, I understand. I'm gonna give you guys a choice: Americans or Justified. Boy. Well, Justified, but Justified. That's but not Americans fair. Definitely. Yeah. They're not on at the same time, John. I don't want to yeah. make that choice. I can watch them both. Yeah. That's, but yeah, yeah, Justified. I'm just saying, if you yeah. have to pick one, Justified over Americans is what uh, you're telling me. Yeah, yeah I have. I am more. I have more invested in Justified, and Justified has done more over a longer period of time. Is That's there? True. Is there a show you would? Take above justified. Doesn't have to be an FX uh, show. It could be any show. On current television or on current on television. television. Have no. Drama or comedy. Uh, I would say any. Do you have to or any? I did. No, probably not. No. I really don't think I'm as enthused about anything as I am about Tuesday night being able to sit down and yep. just watch the the good people of Harlan County do stupid shit and. <laughs> What else is what else is in that discussion for you, Stu, beyond the Americans? Those are the two shows, Justified and the Americans are the two I hear you enthuse about the most. Uh boy. I don't know. Uh, I love Parks and Rec. I really do. Um Boy, the community's been pretty good this year. Um and boy I'm trying I don't I don't know if I watch that much other stuff that's like, you know, uh uh well Reba. Uh, uh, obviously well, of Reba. Reba. Yep, <laughs> Cheyenne. Boy, yeah. I, again, I need to I need to get the spreadsheet out. Um, but yeah, to the where I set aside time to watch, it's like those. Yeah, I, I enjoy Archer. I really do enjoy Archer. It's been yeah, very you're fun a new. Time. I know you're a new girl fan. I am a new girl fan, and I forgot about New Girl. So um, we, my wife and I tore through that on Netflix here over the last couple of months. So we're we're all caught up, and we really. Enjoy that. I've enjoyed the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Boy, I watch a lot of TV. Um, but again, Do like mod- I, I don't. Kids. I don't watch it. I hear people like it. Modern Family. Do you like that? Uh, show? I watched it a lot the first couple of years, just because everyone was watching Modern Family. But mm-hmm. it's not appointment television for me. If it's like on, it's like oh, there it is. So it's party you know, party down south. On CMT? Party Down South. <laughs> I watched Party Down South on CMT. That's like that's like Duck Dynasty with even less savory people. Or what is <laughs> they like go to South Padre Island and like punch co eds? Is that the kind of Yeah. It's like a spring break thing, isn't it? It's a reality show. It's actually what it is is uh real world except with rednecks. So it's Oh boy. How come that hasn't been on? It took until 2014 to come up with that. Isn't it? uh, It's a gap that nobody saw. It just was everybody's blind spot. And suddenly somebody light bulb went off. Like, instead of just people from throughout the country, let's just get people from Florida and Georgia and Mississippi. Oh, okay. And they did. And they're like 18, 19, 20, 21. And they threw them in the house and gave them all a bunch of beer and no jobs, basically. Have at her. So, what happened here is they're videotaping Ortonville, Minnesota. Basically, instead of Big Stone Lake, it is on the Gulf Coast. And that's it. Yeah, sun and fun. Sun and fun. Ortonville's got those too. Visit Ortonville this summer. We should see if we can get sponsored by the Ortonville Tourism Board or whatever that is. Whatever the Ordenville, the Ordenville equivalent would be the mayor. It would be Mel Rinky just talking about stuff. Old Mel. Old Mel. Um, do you guys have anything you want to say about the NCAA tournament? Are you excited? Are you not excited? This no, is not your thing. Not in any no. way. No, I can no. give two shits about it. Because I know, uh, obviously Brandon's not here, so it's clearly his thing. It's also kind of my thing. I I really get a lot of a lot of joy out of watching basketball for two straight days. Fine, let's all each make a pick so that we're on, so that we can make fun of each other for being wrong later on. Okay, uh, uh, you, okay, you go I'll, first, Clarence. 
I gotta get, no, I don't want to go first. All right, Stu, go, you go first. I'm gonna steal one of yours. Yeah, I'll make I'll make John happy. I'll go to the University of Arizona. Hmm, thank you. Appreciate that. No problem. Uh, Stu, name a player on the University of Arizona. Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> I'm going with Luke Mike Olson. Bibby. Mike Bibby is on the team. <laughs> Not historically. <laughs> I mean, like right now. I don't know. Okay, I don't either. I'm, I'm just calling you. I don't either. Okay, There's I'm a freshman sorry. on there. There's a good freshman on the team. <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, verve pipe. No. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, put you on the spot, Stu. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, when, I follow it more closely when the Gophers are good and relevant. Sure. So I would, but I mean, I when too. they've been like this this year, or it's just like, oh, they Poopy. played good this week. Oh, they played terrible for two weeks. And then I just don't follow it as much. All right, so I'm going to pick Louisville because that's who Nate Silver picked. So name a player on Louisville. Name a player on Louisville. Rick Pitino. Say Purvis, Purvis Ellison. Purvis Ellison. <laughs> Denny Crum. Teddy Bridgewater. Kelly Trapuka. <laughs> he was in Notre Dame, dumbass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, I can remember players from 30 years ago, their college team, but I can't name a current Louisville player. <laughs> that is really something uh, else. Let's see. You yeah, say Damon Stoudemire for Arizona, everybody laughs. I say yep. Kelly Tribuca for Louisville. Oh, you jerk. How dare you? Get <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Sorry. Anyway, Clarence, who's your pick? NDSU. Thought so. There we go. <laughs> I, I <fucking laughs> Klein Saucer plays for him, right? <laughs> uh, I wonder if the kid that smoked just round bales of weed that lived across the hall for me in in college when I went to NDSU. There was a basketball player that just that's the whole building smelled like weed. And uh maybe he still plays. I don't know. But uh that's the only NDSU basketball player I can think of. I think we can be proud of those picks. I, I suspect we'll talk more about the NCAA tournament next week when Brandon's back. Well, we don't know if he's coming back. He's going to Vegas, and who knows what will happen. Maybe yeah. he'll never come back. Maybe this is the last <laughs> episode of the sport of. NDSU's not going to win at all, by the way. I mean, they're like a, what, 12 seed, 13 seed? 12 they're seed. a 10 seed. They're a 12 10? seed. 12? 12. Yeah, 10? 12? 12. They're not going to win at all. So I better pick somebody that actually has a shot. Uh, fuck it. I don't know. Uh... Creighton, fuck it, I don't know. There you go, that's, Creighton. Sure, that'll work. Hey, that's Midwest not a terrible team. pick. Yep. What the hell? What the heck is right? All right, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's look forward till next week. Um, thanks for listening. If you're still listening to us and you made it through the TV part at the end where it looked like there's we were just no going to babble until the end. Yeah, like Clarence Nobody's says, listening. there's no way. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. See you, bye. See you, bye. See you, bye. I heard a young girl calling Michael, they have taken you away For you stole Trevelyan's corn So the young might see the morn Now a prison ship lies waiting in the bay Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.